Begin today the Gemara, the third line from the top of Daf Hey Ahmed Aleph. The Gemara is in the middle of a discussion regarding Gasos Haruach, a holy spirit, a person that's a Balgaiva is very negative. And here the Gemara in this Amud and a little bit of the next Amud as well will explain from different Psukim how negative and how destructive Gaiva can be. Where do we find in the Pasik a warning not to be a, a, a holy spirited person? The Pasik says, Shimu Vahazinu, listen closely, Altakbehu. Do not Tigbahu. Uh, do not be of a holy spirit. The Pasik says, Virom Lovcha. That if your heart, in your heart, you feel high with yourself, so you forget about the Eivishter. Now, what? And then there's another passage that says, "Be careful not to forget the Eivishter." So, what that means is, if a person is a Balkaivit, so he forgets about the Eivishter. So, this is a, a warning not to forget about the Eivishter. He said, Pen, va'al, anytime the Gemara, the Torah that is, uses the expression of Hishomer, be careful of, or pen, va'al, this is a loisasa. So here, when it says, Hishomer lo pen tishkach, and if you have a Holy Spirit, if you're Balgaiva, you forget the Ebishter, so this, therefore this is a warning not to be a Balgaiva. So what you see from this part of the Gemara is that Gaiva and forgetting about the Ebishter goes hand in hand. A person can't say to himself that he's going to be connected to the Ebishter. And at the same time, he's going to be a Balgaiva. It doesn't go like that. If a person is a Balgaiva, he disconnects from the Eivishter. If you learn Chesidus, if you learn Tanya, so then you understand what the Gemara is saying there, and you understand Bakhlal, the entire Hamid over here, what it speaks about. Gaiva is, does, is not just a Midra, it's not just a, a, a bad character trait where a person is into himself, and he's selfish, doesn't care about other people, and he has an inflated spirit. That's not the only issue of Gaiva. The real issue of Gaiva is that if a person recognizes the truth of the Eivishter's existence in the world, the entire world is bottled. There is no existence. Kula kamei kala choshev. There's nothing that has any significance in Hashem's presence. A person is not a metzies pachlal. So the very fact that a person has gaive, that means that he's not recognizing that truth of the Eivishter. Right? And there's another point that Altarab explains in Tanya, Kedusha, holiness, what's the real definition of Kedusha? Bittal. The fact that you bottle to Hashem that dwells in you. If a person is not bottled, so then that means that he's rejecting the Eivishter to dwell in him. What, if Hashem is dwelling in a person, so he's automatically humble and bottled to Hashem. Hmm. So Balgaiva means that if he's focused on himself, the, the, the real issue here is not just the bad character trait that he has, but the fact that he's, 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 Eivishter is now not present in his life. He's not bottled to Hashem. He's not recognizing the truth of the, that, that, that the world is completely bottled by Metzius of Eivishter. The way Chassidus explains by Riches, the bittle of the world, because of the Eivishter being present in every place, and the Eivishter recreating the world every moment, on and on, all the Hasbeidim that Chassidus give. Hmm. Let's continue. Dorash Rav now Rabbi Vira said, Sometimes in the name of Ravasi and sometimes in the name of Ravami. A person that has gasa saruach was safe mismait. In the end, he becomes small. Shanema, the Pasik says, Rumoi Ma'at. Now a person that goes, he feels high with himself, so then he becomes very little, very small. You think that he becomes small, but he still will live in the world. Talmud Leimah Ve'inenu. Possibly that continues and says, Ve'inenu, he'll be gone. Eivish will take away his life. 
But if this individual does tshuva, nasa bismane, then he'll remain alive and he'll die in his in this appropriate time. Kavram avino, and he'll die like 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 Avram avino. The pasuk the Gemara brings for this shenema. It's a continuation of the same pasuk. Vehumchu kechayil yikpatsim. Vehumchu means that if he becomes low spirited again, so then kechayil like koyil yikpatsim, he will pass away. He will jump to the next world. He'll pass away. So what does this kechayil mean? Kechayil hints to the fact that he'll pass away like Avram avino. Kavram and actually Kavram Yitzchak ve'Yakov, like all the three of us, the Chsiv Buhu Bakoil Mikoil and Koil. By Avram it says Bakoil, by Yitzchak it says Mikoil, and by Yaakov it says Koil. So that's the hint over here. Kechayil Yikpatzun that will pass away like the others. That's if he does tshuva. Now the pasuk there continues and says, "Live a full life." Correct. He'll live out his full days. And the pasuk there continues and says, "Ukeroish Shibayles Yimalu," and like the tip. Of the stalk, he will be cut down. What is this referring to? So this is actually talking about the person that did not do tshuva. So my ukeroish shibayles. What does it mean, like the tip of this shibayles? Ravuna v'Rav Chista, they argued about the meaning of this. Chadomar one said it means kisase the shibalta. It refers to this hairy part that sticks out above the wheat. We looked at this. This like this Rashi calls it a beard. It's like this part that sticks out above the wheat. That's what it's referring to. That it'll be cut off like that hairy part that comes out above the wheat. Sorry, sorry, one second, I went down a line. The other opinion is, it's referring to the tip of the stalk of the wheat themselves, the kernels at the top of the stalk. That's not that that beard sort of that comes out of it, but it's referring to the top of the stalk itself. So the Gemara now explains how this fits into the Pasuk. Now, it's understood that this is referring to that additional part that comes out above the stalk itself. Therefore, the Pasuk uses the expression that this is further up on top of the wheat itself, on top of the stalk of the wheat itself. It sticks out above it. That's why it uses the term. But the opinion that says that this is the shibaylis itself, it's referring to the kernels that are on the top of the wheat. So why is it saying reish, the head of the shibaylis, if it refers to the shibaylis itself? So they answered and said, It's like a person that comes into his field. What's the first uh, that, that gets cut off? The ones amongst all the different stalks that are there growing, the ones that grow the tallest, they get cut the first. So too, Brinigeta Balgaiva, person that's a Balgaiva, he's the one that David should cuts him down and takes away his life before others. Right to the Gemara, it says, the Pasik says, Vez Dako Ushval Ruach. A person that's, that's, that's low spirited and a person that's downtrodden. So David is with him. What does this mean? Rav Hunav Rav Chista also argued about the meaning of this Pasik. Chadomar, one says, the Pshat is Iti Dako. Hashem elevates a person that's low spirited to be elevated Iti with me, with David. So in other words, a person gets elevated lamailo. Another opinion is ani estaka. I, Abisha says, comes down to this person here below. You know, in the language that's brought in Chassidus, whether does a person get elevated mulmato lamailo, or does Abisha come down mulmailo lamato to the person here below? Mistabra says the Gemara. It's logical to say here in the meaning of this pasuk, "Kemandama," like the opinion that says ani es daka that I Hashem comes down to this low-spirited person. 
similar to what we find happened by Matan Teira. Kadosh Baruch Hu Niach Kalharim Ugvois. The Eibush left all other tall mountains and hills. The Hishra Shchinasei and the Shchina dwelled where Al Har Sinai, on the low mountain on Har Sinai. V'loi Gava Har Sinai Lamaila, and the Eibush didn't lift up Har Sinai to him, and didn't lift up the Yidden with Har Sinai to him. But the Eibush came down to give the Teira here below. And why did that happen that way by Har Sinai? As it explains in Chesidus, the whole kavana of Matan Teira was to bring the Shechina down into this world. The same thing also, the person that's an Onov and he's bottled to Hashem, what does he accomplish? It doesn't only accomplish that he, now he could connect and elevate himself to Hashem to go up, but what he accomplishes is he now becomes a keli for the Ebesha to dwell here in the world below. He fulfills the purpose of creation of Hashem Dafka coming down. That's the whole purpose, to make the Dira B'Tachtainu. A person should learn from the Ebishter's approach, the Ebishter's attitude. Shaharei, as we just said, the Ebishter left all other tall mountains, mm-hmm. and the Shechina dwells on Har Sinai, the lowest mountain. Mm-hmm. In parentheses, Additionally, all other mountains were beautiful, with beautiful trees, and David comes down to a snap, not only lower than the rest of the mountains, but also a snap, which is a place that just has some bushes on it, it didn't have the beautiful trees as other mountains. Every person that has a gas saruach, roy legadoi, he is deserving to be cut down, like an asheda tree. In other words, here the Gemara is equating a person that has gas saruach to avedizara. It's again similar to the point that we said before, b'negea tu, Ram Levocha Vishakhta, that if you have Gaiva, then you're you're disconnected from godliness, from from the Avishta. So here it's saying a person that has Gaiva, so it's not just the issue of selfishness or ego, but it's also the fact that the Avishta is out. If you, if you're a Mitsias, that means that the Avishta is not the truth of the Mitsias of the world. So that's Mamish and Indian of Avedizara. Ksivakha the Pasaki says, Viramaya Kaima, Giduan. The ones that are high, the standing up high, Giduan, they should they get cut down. And also the same expression it says by the Asherah, by Vedizad of Asherayim Tegadeyim. You should cut it down. And Tegadeyim actually means you have to uproot it completely. Further, Rabbi Loza said, A person that's a Gasruach, The earth and where he's buried in does not turn over. Does not, in other words, he doesn't get up for Tchis HaMesim. Shanema, the Pasuk says, That they will awaken. The Sheikh Niyafa, the ones that were buried, are going to get up for Tchiyas HaMesim. So the Diyak and the Pasuk is, Sheikh Vei Be'ofar Lo'inama. It doesn't use the expression you would expect. It doesn't say those that are lying in the ground, that they will get up. El Sheikh Niyafa. What does Sheikh Niyafa mean? Mishanasa Shochin Lo'afar. A person or Sheikh Niyafa. One that, that, is, that, is, in, that is a Sheikh Niyafar, or Sheikh Niyafar, Bechayav, that is, in his lifetime. He's a neighbor to the earth in his lifetime. I think that's a translation here. Shochin or... Meaning that, again, he, a dweller of the earth. Meaning that he compares himself to the earth. He's, mm. like, like we say every day in Shemayin Eser, that a person should consider himself to be merely like dust. Mm. So this individual that has this attitude, Bechayov, so he could, uh, he will get up for Tchiyas HaMesim. And so this, this expression of Sheikhim Lo'afar, like I mentioned, the expression we say every day in Davening, Benafshi Ka'afar, Lakaltiyah, the Altarev explains in one place, what does this mean? How could a person consider himself to be like dust? We're talking over here about not being a Balgaive, but there's a huge distance from not being a Balgaive to, on the other hand, considering yourself to be like dust. That's a very high level of, of Anova and Bittal. There's a person that's not necessarily with a holy spirit, but he doesn't consider himself to be like dust. 
So the Alter Rebbe says, this concept of Sheikh Ne'afar means that if a person realizes the true, true greatness of the Eivishter, the way it's explained in Chassidus, that by the true greatness of the Eivishter, Maila and Mata, the highest level and the lowest level, the high, the greatest Yid and the simplest Yid are all equal, are all Beshava in front of the Eivishter. Atam Nitzav Mayim Kulchem and everyone is the same. There's no levels. When you come to a certain level of godliness, which is already expressions and comes down to relate to a Metzius of the world, so there's levels. So, so you can't say, I'm offer. What do you mean I'm offer? I'm not the same as offer. Offer is one level, and I'm a human being, and I'm on a different level. But when you come to the real to, uh, levels of Olokus, which is Seviv Kalama, which is Makif, everything Bishaveh, that's the source and the possibility for there to be Sheikh Niyafar. Otherwise, if a person doesn't come to that, it's impossible. There's no, the Sheikh Niyafar that Gemara is talking about is not just some kind of imagination. This is a real thing. When you really connect to the truth of Hashem, a person <coughs> can become a Sheikh Niyafar. Omar Abulazar Abulazar said, Kolotim Every person that has Gasasaruach, Shechine, the Shechina cries for him. Shenema or Givoya, a person that's high, holds himself high, min merchak, yeyeda, from a distance, the Ebesha, yeyeda, means the Ebesha is uh, crying for him. Okay, this just uh, to, uh, okay, let's learn a little bit more here. Darish Ravavira, Vitaim Ravalazar, Boyurei, come and see, Shaloi Kimidis Akadish Baruch Midis Basavadam. The behavior, the character of Hashem is not like of a human being. Midis Basavadam. The normal uh, the character traits of human beings are that gavoya, reyes a gavoya, a person that's of a high status, so he relates and he sees people that are on his level. So if he's high, so he, he relates other people that are on his level. But ven gavoya reyes a shuffle, person of a high status does not relate and look down and, and, and uh, have a conversation or be together with a person that's low and down. But when it comes to the Eibishter's character, this is not so. The Eibishter is very high, and he sees the shuffle. He sees the one that's very low. The Eibishter is so high, and he sees the one that's low. Again, this concept over here is, is you can learn the Gemara in the simple sense that it refers to the Eibishter's chesed, Eibishter's unlimited kindness, that the Eibishter lowers himself down to give even for the lowest person. But it means more than that. It really means the fact that the Eivishter himself, Gavoya and Shuffle, it's all, there's no Erech. It's all by the Eivishter. He's so Gavoya that he doesn't relate to something that's Gavoya because Gavoya and Shuffle are really all the same. The, 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 the greatness of the Eivishter consists of the fact that what's great and what's small is all the same. And therefore the Eivishter relates, when the Eivishter comes down to a Shuffle, that expresses the true greatness of the Eivishter where none of these things, none of these levels have any significance to them, right? So if a person connects to this level of godliness, so then you can get out of Midas Basavadam. Midas Basavadam refers to a person that's living with his regular Avedis Hashem. Even a Yid that's a, a, a good Avedis Hashem, but nevertheless, the regular Avedis Hashem is, there's Gavoya, there's Shuffle, but if you connect to the Avedis that's out of limitation, out of, out of the Seder Hishtalshalist, the expression that Chassidus always uses, so then you can be like the Avedis, which is Gavoya and Shuffle comes together. <coughs> a person that has gasa seruach, Omar Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, I and this individual, we cannot be together in this world. One that has his high, his eyes are looking high and he has a broad heart. In other words, he's about gaiva. What does this mean? Al tikri oisoi 
Hashem says, I cannot be with him. <coughs> so here, this Drosha of Rav is explaining the second half of the Pasuk. Now, Ike the Masnila, there are others that explain this. Amisapre Lashonara, regarding a person that says Lashonara, looking at the beginning of the Pasuk, Shenemar, Miloshni Biseiseriyeu, a person that speaks Lashonara about his friend privately, Oiseyatsmis. Hashem says, I will destroy this individual. Omer Rav Alexandri, Kaladim Sheshbe Gasasaruach, person that has Gasasaruach, Afilu Ruach, Kima Oichrasai, even a very small wind. Something very small can come, and echrase will cause this person to be murky. It'll, in other words, it'll it'll uh, take away from this person the kayach he has. Shenema, based on the pasuk where it says varishayim keyam nigrash, the rishayim so they get expelled like like the water that moves out of its place. Umayam, <coughs> just like the water. <coughs> Sorry, sheyesh boy kama riviyos. The water has many different, many deviates of water, a lot, a lot more than just common deviates. The water has uh, all the water in the, in the ocean, has ton, tons of water in it, gallons and gallons of water. But a small wind comes and it, it lifts up a wave of water out of its place. Adam, a human being, in order for a human being to live, the Gemara tells us that the minimum shear of blood that the human body needs to live is one deviates. This is the halacha we actually learned in Masech the Nazar about one revius of dam that causes tumah if it's inside of oil. So Allah has kama v'kama, most definitely a person that's going to be a balgaive, so then a small wind will come and, and uproot him, take him out of his place. Omer Barashi, so just before we go weiter, just the Gemara keeps on using the lotion of gasa saruach here. This lotion of gasa saruach, the Alter Rebbe is also in the in one place, that gasa saruach means that not only a Holy Spirit referring to the person, but Gassas Ruach means the Ruchnius is, is Begassas. What does that mean? Even a person that's serving the Ebishtana, Ruchnius is a level, but still there's a Gassas to his Ruchnius. What does that mean, Gassas to Ruchnius? This is related to the point that I said before. You could, you could be in a Ruchnius level, which has Gassas to it, meaning that you attain, you achieve something. And there's, there's a certain hergish that you have that this level that I'm on is valuable. And it's true. It could be taka true. A person comes to a certain level. But if you're connecting to the to himself, where nothing has any tfises mokim, so then you become connected to the to himself. And you don't feel any gasos, even in the ruchnis that you come to. There's no svis ratzna. A person doesn't feel any satisfaction that I've reached this level. That means gasos ruach. Even in our ruchni is the gavayda, there's some kind of feeling of self-satisfaction. Real anav and real bitl, the way it's described in the Gemara here, is that there's no gasas in the ruchni either. When a person's completely bottled to Hashem, doing for the, what the Eivish's sake, for the Eivish's will, no personal feeling of, of satisfaction that he's interested in. So, the Gemara says, Tamar Abchir Ba'ashi Yomarav, Tamar Chacham, Tzarech Shiyeh, Boi Echad Mishmayne Bishminis. Tamar Chacham has to have an eighth of an eighth of gaiva. Source of this uh, sheer eighth of an eighth, Rashi says, is because a uchla, it's it's this sheer, the, the smallest sheer that's used in, in fluid shiurim is this eighth of an eighth. That's the tiniest sheer, that's the amount of gaiva that a person does have to have. Now, what's the reason for this? Because if a person has no gaiva at all, so then what happens? So then words that he that this Tamil Chacham says will not, will not be accepted. Nobody will look at him. People will step all over him. He has to have that 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 level of, of at least some kind of a gaiva so that the, the, the people should listen to him. This little gaiva is like a crown. 
Going back to what we mentioned before, like this, this hair that comes above the, the wheat, the stalk of wheat, it, it beautifies it, it gives it a beautiful look, it, it, so it adds a certain beauty to the person. But now this, the Gemara says, One that has gaive, he should be in shamta, which is a form of excommunication. In other words, it's completely, completely mufrich, uh, it's, it's out of, it's, it should not have any level of gaive at all. But at the same time, but a person that has no gaiva at all, it's also similarly a problem. It also should be in shamt if he has no gaiva at all. So basically the point of here is that this little gaiva that a person has to have, you have to know how and to what you apply it. If you apply it in the wrong area, you're using that little gaiva for personal sake, that's basham to this like. And then, but but on the other hand, if, you, if you're not using that little gaiva that's needed for a Tamil Chacham in the right area, then the basham to the less like. No, he argues with, with what we said till here, that about the Shminish of Shminis, not any not it, not any of it. No gaiva at all. Why? Is it is it small to you what, what the Pasik says regarding Gaiva Tayavas Hashem that it's abominable to Hashem, anyone that has a high spirit. So therefore, no gaiva whatsoever. The Rambam actually paskins like Rabnachman by Yitzchak. And this is the Psakten also on Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe brings this as well, that we don't pass them like this Shminis Shabishminis that's mentioned here in the Gemara. But the interesting thing is, this Shminis Shabishminis is brought in other places that it is a necessity in Avedis Hashem to have that Shminis Shabishminis. There's different Tezbeidim about this Indian. One of the, in one place the Rebbe explains that for usually Al Haraiv Taira Al Haraiv Tadaber, the Avedis Hashem of a person has to be with absolute bittel and anova without any Shemini Shemishminis. But there are certain situations where there has to be a Shemini Shemishminis. So one explanation is that the Shemini Shemishminis is only for a Talmud Chacham. Talmud Chacham, which is on a very high level, Talmud Chacham actually means a person that already has tremendous bittel. Talmud Chacham doesn't just mean a person that's a, a scholar, a Torah scholar and a very learned man. Talmud Chacham means he's a Talmud of Chachmeh, meaning he's Makabul of Chachmeh, of the Eivishas Chachmeh, Totally bottle. When a person is in a very high level of bittel, for him it may be necessary to have the shminis shabishminis in order to bring down his avedus Hashem to be related to this world. It's one hasbir. Another hasbir is that even if for reif people shminis shabishminis is not acceptable, a person has to have absolute bittel to Hashem. But sometimes a person that's on a very low level, in order to get him started in his Avedis Hashem, he has to have that Hashem, that beginning in order to open him up to be able to come into Avedis Hashem, he has to have that Shminish Shminis. But as I said, the Rambam Paskins because the Rambam is speaking about the Raiv. The Raiv, the, the, the standard is, Taita says, that you're, you should strive to be completely bottled to Hashem and without any Shminish Shminis either. A person's tefillahs are not going to be listened to. Unless his heart is soft like flesh and not to be hard like a stone. Connected over here to this concept to be humble and to have a heart like a flesh. So the description of Yidin is every flesh, Bosa, comes to prostrate in front of Hashem. So it says Bosa. Omer Abzeir, Abzeir explains what is, what's the meaning of the word Basar. Basar, Ksivbei, Venirpa. In the Psukim of the uh, Pasha of the Tsaras, when it says there Basar, it's the Lashon of the Pasuk there, it says, Basar kiye bai ba'ira ishchin, Venirpa. So there the Torah says that if you're a Basar, so then the Ebesha listens to you and you'll be healed. 
Adam, but in the same Pasha there by the Tzaras, there's another Pasuk there where it says, Kisiyah Ba'adam, that if Adam has a Tzaras, Leiksev Be'venirpa. The other Pasuk does not follow up with, with the Venirpa, that'll be healed. Why? Because the, a Basar is a person that has this soft heart. Hashem will listen to him. But Adam is a person that stands upright for himself, and he's not, he's a Balgaiva, and over there does not say Venirpa. Now, Amar what is Adam? Adam is Afer, ashes, dam, blood, and mora, which is bile. Yeah, which, which refers to what's the truth of who a person is. The truth is that the person is just made up of these things. Physically, Adam is nothing. Basar is busha, embarrassment, srucha, foul odor, and rima, and wormy. That's, that's, what a, that's what the physical person is. If he doesn't uh, have the neshama and connect to, the, to the, the life in him, so then that's all that a person is. Ikedamri, others replace the samech, because it says basar, sha'oil. That it's not it's not srucha, but it's sha'il, which refers to Gehenim, Bishin, because the Pasik says Basar, so the the, the sin is could also be read as a shin instead of a samach. A person that has Gasasaruach Lasaif Nibchas, and the end will become very small. Shanama, we learn this also from Sukkim that it says there by the Tsaras, Villa Seis, Villa Sapachas. So simply, these are two different shades of white colours of the Tsaras. But the Gemara teaches, Ve'ein se'eis, el-oloshen govoya. Se'eis could also mean a person that's high-spirited. Shanema, as we see in the passage, Ba'kola Arama Arama Valagvois Hanisois, the hills and the mountains that are high. Ve'ein sapachas al-tfeilo. Sapachas means a person that becomes low and secondary. Shanema, as the passage says, Sefacheni noa lachas ha-kahunois lechol pas lechom. Take me along with one of the kindness that are eating bread from the Karbanas and the Besamikdash. So we see that Tzvacheni means to come along as, as being secondary. Oh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, Bo come and see, Kama gedoilim nemuchay ruach lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How great are the low-spirited people in front of Hashem. Shebishah, shebeis amigdash kayam, when the beis amigdash stands, adamakriv oila, you bring a carbon oila, schar oila biyadeh. So you have the reward, you have just this, that you brought an oila. Mincha, schar mincha biyadeh. If it's a mincha, so then you have the mincha. Mincha is a carbon that's much less. <coughs> a person that is low-spirited, the <laughs> considers it as if he has brought all karbonis. As the Pasik says, the karbonis for Hashem, so it uses the plural term of a person that's broken, has a, a, a broken spirit, a person that has uh, an honor, a humble. Not only this, the Abishter will never and not accept his tefillah. His tefillah will never be rejected. Shanema, the passage that contains and says, Leiv, Nishbar, Venitke, a person that has a broken and downtrodden in his heart, Elekim Leisivzeh. The Ebesher will never uh, despise his tefillahs. So, of course, the concept of being broken-spirited, we're talking very about the real humility that comes from the recognition that the Ebesher is everything, and therefore, who am I? I'm just here to serve Hashem. I'm only created to serve him. That, that's the, 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 the Lev Nishpar that the, 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 the Gemara is talking about over here. Or a person that's, that, that breaks the spirit. Al-Tareb Tanya speaks by Riches and Perik Choftes about breaking the spirit and the holiness of the Nefesh Bahamas that, that, that thinks about itself and forgets about the Ebishter. We're not talking about a person that, uh, that uh, is broken-spirited in the sense that he has no, no, no self-value and uh, has no confidence and no... Uh, and so on, no self-esteem. That's not what the Gemara is talking about. Don't confuse the two things. Two completely different things. Right? So the, the low spirit is, as we see here in the Gemara, it's all connected to the Eibishter. They say, they say the story about Rabbi the Masmid when he would be preparing for davening, so he'd be pacing back in the room, in the room back and forth. 
and he would be saying to himself that if he exists, that means I don't exist. He said it in Yiddish. As Eres Faran, Heistas as Ich Benisht Faran. Goes together. And, and when you learn Chassidus, you realize there's no such a thing that a person can say to himself that I'm me and I'm into myself and what I want. And at the same time, I also do Taylor Mitzvah, what Abisha wants. We can be friends, we can coexist together in that sense. It's not true. It's, it's one or the other. So, of, of course, we can. We have to. Not, not only do we coexist with Avishter, but we have to become one with Avishter, and that takes uh, the bitl of a person. To, that's, that's, a person has to choose either to be a gas ruach or to be bottle. There's, there's, there's nothing in between. Why? Because it's either the truth of the Avishter enoid mulvadoi, and if it's not enoid mulvadoi, and Chassidus teaches enoid mulvadoi means literally there is nothing other than Hashem. And if a person recognizes that enoid mulvadoi, then it could be a servant of Hashem. If not. Then he's uh, then he's out of he's, he's out of his connection to Hashem. Omer Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, "Kol Hashamar Chaisu Bailam a person that evaluates his ways that he does in this world, Zeicha Veroi Bishuasa Shalak Kadosh Baruch Hu. He'll be he'll be meriting he'll merit to see the salvation of the Eibushta. Shenem, as the pasuk says, uh, the simple reading of the pasuk is actually read as V'Sam Derech." I place him on the way and he sees the salvation of Hashem. Person that always evaluates everything he does. Rashi spells out to evaluate your ways means that a person evaluates the loss that you have from dedicating yourself to fulfill mitzvahs. A person has to give up for that. He has to give up all kinds of things to be dedicated to fulfill mitzvahs. And especially after we learned this Gemara here and you see how much it takes for a person to be dedicated to Hashem. It takes giving up from yourself. To be totally bottled Hashem, like the nafshikafalakaltiya. But a person evaluates the value of that, connected the schar of the mitzvah, realizing what that brings him to. The schar of doing the mitzvah. Now you become truly connected to Hashem, really connected to the real greatness. Instead of your own little greatness, which is really nothing, as the Gemara described, the person thinks that he achieves his own personal greatness when he leaves Hashem out, you realize that that greatness is really nothingness. But now, then you get connected to the true greatness of Hashem, you realize what the true schar of a mitzvah is. That's the sham of it, a person that evaluates one against the other, so he'll have the true salvation of Hashem. Okay, now going back to what it said in the Mishnah, the Mishnah spoke about how exactly do you do the kinu, the warning. When a man comes to warn his wife about not to go with another person, so the Mishnah said, the Mishnah spelled out how it is that the husband warns his wife. So the Lashon of the Mishnah was, Kate said, The Mishnah said that a person warns her and says to her, Don't speak with this uh, man. Right? She goes and speaks to him, and then the Mishnah says, She's still mutter to go back to her home. If she just spoke to this individual, she's still mutter. Okay, so the Gemara will spell out what the Mishnah really means here. The Mishnah seems to contradict itself. Because Amrit... In the beginning, you come and say, the Mishnah says, Ketzad Mekanala. Right now, the Gemara understands, when the Mishnah says the word, words Ketzad Mekanala, how does one warn his wife? So what the Mishnah says right after this is the description of the proper kinu. This is the proper warning. So, so then the Mishnah spells out and says, don't speak to this man. Alma, Ishplani said that is, Alma, so what I see is, Dibustirahu. That when, you, when a man warns his wife, don't speak to this man, just this woman going and speaking to this strange man, that's uh, the stranger that is, so that, that's already stira. That's equivalent to being secluded with him. So this is a proper warning. 
But Vahadatani, but right afterwards the Mishnah says, Tibra Imai, if she only spoke to him, Adai Mataras Labesa, she's still mut to go back to her home, to her husband, Mataras Lachal Vitrume, she can still eat Trume if her husband is a Kayan. So I see that just the fact that she spoke with this individual, it's that's not that's not that's nothing. That's not, there's no kinui here, and there's there's no isra involved. So why does the Mishnah say Ketzad Makanala, indicating that this is the appropriate kinui? So Abai explains This is how you have to read the Mishnah. Even though the Mishnah started off with Ketzad Makanala, the Mishnah is not immediately telling you what the correct kinui is that the Isra will take effect, that she'll become a Saita. It first tells you the ways of the Kinoi, where the Kinoi will not take effect. And then afterwards, it comes to tell you what is the proper Kinoi. And this is how you read the Mishnah. Al Tadabri, if the man, the husband, warns his wife, do not speak to this man, Vidibra, and she went and spoke to him. Or Al Tadabri, she warned her, he warned her, don't speak with this man, Vinistara, and she even went, secluded herself with this man. Still, this is not this is not yet a kinoi that brings about any status of a saita because whether he whether she went and secluded herself with this man or not, but what was the warning? The warning was just not to talk with him. That's not a proper warning for saita. But if he warned her and said, "Al tistiri, do not go and seclude yourself with this man privately." So that's the proper warning. But Vidibra Imai, if she only went and was talking with this man in open place, she's still going to be mutter to go back to her home and to eat truma of her husband, the Kayin. But if after she got the warning of not to seclude herself with this man, then the Mishnah concludes afterwards. If after that, she goes with him privately, and she remains with him that length of time that she could have a relation with him. And then Asura Lebesa Vasura Lechabatruma. Then she'll be asked to go back to her husband and she'll be asked to eat Roma. One more piece, let's learn here what the Mishnah said regarding the uh, woman that becomes a Saita. What happens now? So, another detail is, Bimais, if her husband passed away before she drank the waters of the Saita, so it was not determined regarding her status, and she's now in this Saita state, Chalatzas. So now, even though usually if the husband died without brother, without children, the brother has to marry her, and that's what's called Yibum. But in here, in this case, there's no Yibum, only Chalitza. In order to be mad to her, instead of Yibum, there's Chalitza, but you can't do Yibum. Why not? Why not do Yibum as well? She is his wife. True, she's a Saita, but if she's his wife and the husband passed away, she should be obligated to do Yibum, that the husband should have to marry, the, the husband's brother should have to marry her. So Rav Yasef says, the Pasuk says, She leaves his home and she goes, and she goes to a different man. Now this Pasuk simply is speaking about a woman that gets divorced from her husband. And she gets a get. That's a simple shot of the Pasuk there. But Rashi says that there's a diak here because the Pasuk says, that she goes out and she, she goes to another man. That's extra. It's not necessary for the Pasuk to say. If the, the Pasuk is saying that she gets divorced, she cannot go marry whoever she wants. Why does it have to spell out Ish Acher? So from this, the Gemara understands that the Pasuk here is saying two things. Yes, there is a simple shot of the Pasuk. One point, it's speaking about that the Pasuk there says, because of Lasefikrisis, he writes her a get, and then she can go get married to whoever she wants. But then the Pasuk is saying something else. The is also speaking about a woman that's leaving her husband's home without a get. And that's the and the reason is because the Pasik there says, Matzaba Ervas Dovar, he found the inappropriate behavior of her. And even before she gets divorced, she's leaving his home and she can't marry another person. Let's see. Let's see how the Gemara Dash is over here. 
So what, what does it say in the Pasuk? What does L'ish Acher mean? L'ish Acher, she could only get married to somebody else, someone that's not related to her husband, not her husband's brother, not the mitzvah of Yubam, but Yavam, not to the Yavam. That's what the, that's what the Pasuk is adding by saying regarding this case when she was not divorced from her husband, but she was already a Saita, now her husband died. So on that as well, we say that, 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 that her, the brother does not have to marry her, she goes and marries someone else. So Abaya says, so if you're learning it so clearly from this Pasuk, that it's saying that in this case, there's no Yibum, so if so, shouldn't that mean that she should be completely not associated to the brother, just like no Yibum is necessary, so no Chalitza should be necessary either. It's a clear limit from the Pasuk. So... And Rav Yasef answers, no. Even though the Pasuk Takis says that there's no Yibam, but it doesn't mean that this woman is not associated at all with the brother of the husband. She's not completely divorced from her original husband. If the husband was still alive and this woman is a Saita, if she wants to go and get remarried to someone else, to get married to someone else, that is, what would happen now when her husband is still alive? She needs a get. True, she's a Saita and she may not live with her husband, but she's still a wife. She's still an Asian sis, she can't get married to anyone else. She would need a get. So Hashtanami to buy Khalitza. So now when her when, when her husband passes away, true, we see here from the Pasik that she that the mitzvah of Yibum does not apply. The Vahoisa, the actual marriage of Yibum, is not to the brother. And but Khalitza still applies. Just like if the husband was alive, you would need a get, you still need Khalitza here as well. So this is the source of what our Mishnah says that if the husband dies, there's only Khalitza and not Yibum. Another Pshat, the Gemara says, Viz the Omri, there's others that said, Omri of Yasef, the way of Yasef learned it out from this Pasuk was as follows. Rahman Omar, what's the Tayyip saying about this woman? Again, the Pasuk there begins with Matzaba Erva's daughter. Talking about a woman that's behaving inappropriately. And the Tayyip says, Viyat Sami she leaves her husband's home. And she goes and she gets married to someone else. Why is the Pasuk saying, why should she leave her husband's home if she's behaving inappropriately? She shouldn't bring down the whole, the whole home. She shouldn't destroy his home. So the, the, the Tate is saying to this man that, she, that he should divorce his wife. We learned already before in the Gemara, if you remember, as she quotes his, if there's a woman that's behaving, misbehaving in her home with his nos, it destroys the whole home. And you're going to say that the Tate obligates the brother to marry this woman that's a Zaina, that's behaving inappropriately, it can't be. The Taita says that the husband should send her away for sure. It wouldn't obligate the brother to marry her. So Abai asks Rabbi Yosef on this, so if that's the case, she shouldn't get married to someone else either. Why is the Pasuk saying that she should get married to someone else? She shouldn't get married to anybody. So she shouldn't destroy his own. So the Gemara says, that's, that, that's not a question, because Are we forcing this woman upon this man against his will? We're not giving a mitzvah to anybody to marry him. If anybody is going to make the choice to marry her, so, so be it. So what can we do? But if you're here to say that there's a mitzvah for the brother, that he's forced, that he must do yibum with her, that there can't be a mitzvah of yibum if this woman is behaving inappropriately. Okay, one has another few shot in here. We'll see him at Hashem tomorrow.